Bang, bang. All right, guys. Welcome back to the In the Arena podcast. We got me, Coach Ray, and Coach Rossman here in the house. We also have someone else watching in the house. We got a virtual house going on here on Discord. And we have a very special guest, one of our good friends, Mr. Corey Camp, former athlete, creator of the Forever Athlete brand, one of my favorite. You know, I, I was wearing the sweatshirt today. I wish I was wearing it for this uh, podcast. It'd be very uh, timely. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's a pleasure to have you here with us. I'm excited to some of the things we're going to talk about. But first off, man, how you doing? How you living over there in LA? I mean, I can't complain. I'm on screen with two of my favorite people. I just Let's see go. the big smiles all around. So I appreciate the space, man. It's it's good. It's as you can see. Well, if you're watching the video, you can see how sunny it's it is like, coming right in my <laughs> face. I don't have it blind. So we're just like rolling with it. Um, but I can't yeah. complain. It's just you're you're just a light, man. You're a light in people's lives, and it's it's showcasing here in the video. Um, I, my first question for you, man, is you know just to you know get people to know who you are without talking about who you are, um, and that's through questioning. And to give you some some context to this first question, you know you see what Ross and I are doing, and we're on a mission to create better men. You know, and everyone have a, has a different de definition of what that means. So I'm curious, you know, from your standpoint. What it means, you know, if you could pick three of the most important, you know, traits or qualities in a man, um, what would those be in, in terms of, you know, a better man? Ooh, hitting hard right away. I yeah, like we're not messing around. Uh, Coming out with some heat, bro. Let's do it. I would say number one is definitely being open, being open to possibilities, being open to maybe not being right all the time. Uh, number two is being vulnerable and having communication, having conversations with other guys, women, whatever it may be around being open, right? Like being able to actually truly just authentically be yourself. And I would say three, um, really just being yourself, um, just showing yep. up authentically as you, uh, you don't have to have the right answer. But most likely, if you're just yourself, it will be the right answer in that moment. So we can dive deeper into any of those three, but that's what I would say right off the start. No, I love that, man. It's it's important, you know, to to be open, right? There's no right way to live. There's so many different routes we can take, but it starts with us being graceful with ourselves and being open to all the possibilities that there are out there. Um, and I feel like you do you you live by that. I've seen it. I've been around you. Um, that's why we both appreciate you so much. And I, I'm curious, you know, how, you know, because you do live by that, but how does living by that align with your mission statement as a man, you know, in terms of in connection to your business and your, your purpose and like what you're doing in the world? How do those things connect with that? I mean, my number one goal is just to grow and and understand that, Almost like the more you know, the more you realize you don't know anything. So being open to learning, learning new things. I'm, I swear today, man, I just bookmarked 20 new books. And I was like, I never, if you had told me 10 years ago, like when I was in high school, that I would be sitting at 26 and I'd be bookmarking books and I'd be like, damn, I wish I had enough money in the budget to buy all of the books that I want to be reading right now. And that's like the problem that I'm facing. I would have been like, wow, I turned out to be such a nerd. Like, what, <laughs> what is that guy doing? 
why isn't he running like crazy and training really hard or whatever that may be. And what I realized is there's opportunity and there's space for both. So really always questioning like, how can I improve my sleep? How can I improve how I'm showing up on things like this? How can I improve the way that I'm communicating with the clients that I am working with? What does that look like? Um, and yeah, it just shows up in, in different ways like that. But I'm, I'm always intentionally consuming something that has a purpose behind it, I think is the number one thing that shows up the most in my life. I try not to fall victim to the mindless scrolling. I try not to fall victim to just opening up subconsciously into my phone and end up down a rabbit hole of 15, 20 different people's stories and see what I want to create my story. And by doing so, it's just being very, very intentional with how I'm showing up. That's beautiful. I love that, man. I was going to highlight Braden real fast. Something that he has on the back of his phone screen is consume, don't create. Or excuse me, create, don't consumer consume. Excuse me. That was totally back. Consumer, not create, producer. consumer, not producer. Right. So I, yeah. I love that you said that. I've already um, seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask a question real fast. So one, the way that we met each other was actually through Instagram. You had found me through BPN, a supplement company, and you kind of just – sent me a message, which to me was really open and vulnerable. So I wanted to talk about like the shoot your shot mentality real fast, because like, how did you get to the, a point where you're just like mentally resilient enough to be like just opening up messages and messaging guys like me? Like, how did you build that? What is it, your background as a swimmer and being a former athlete? Were you just kind of like <laughs> focused on, oh, I want to grow my audience, my business? Like, how did you kind of, cause that takes like, self-confidence you know so how did you develop that yeah i mean i think it started with swimming like growing up a swimmer it was always how can i put myself in these situations where i just i'm around people that are better than me and not let that negatively impact me but i knew that if i wanted to be the best at what i was doing i needed to go up against people that were better than me i couldn't shy away from that fact so I mean, to highlight like what you said, Ross, like last year, yeah, I guess it was middle, early pandemic last year when I had reached out to you, it was like, all right, here's this guy who has a larger following. He's doing stuff with different brands. I had no idea how to do anything with a brand, how to talk to a brand. What did that look like? And it was just something about the way you were showing up online. And I was like, I'm just going to shoot this dude a message. I'm going to be honest. I freaking love the way he, his energy, what he's showing up. So I'm going to let him know that. And I'm going to let him know like, Hey, I'm just looking to learn. Like if you're open to having a conversation on the phone, a zoom, whatever it may be, I would love to have an hour of your time and whatever I can do to help serve you on the other side of that, let me know. But I want to just be a sponge around you. If you have, if you're willing to give me that time. So I think it, it came from athletics for sure. And I take that same mindset into whatever area I'm looking to really focus and grow in right now. You know what I mean? Like we talked offline before this, signing up for my first official marathon, having run two unofficial solo marathons in the past Let's go. year. Uh, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, who can I, who are experts in this field that I can look up to and really learn from? So like Rich Roll, really jamming out on his content and what he's putting out there lately. And Greenfield, another guy who's pioneering kind of the efficiency in the 
overall wellness space because ultimately like I want to train for these things, but I don't want it to consume my entire life. Like swimming once did. I see that now it's just an aspect of the whole big picture of who I am. So I'm looking at people who I admire that I'm like, okay, they have certain aspects of things that I want that I maybe don't have just yet or I'm a few versions behind. How can I learn from them? And what in turn, what value can I add to them? Yeah, it's amazing. I've seen you even do that with CEO of BPN Subs, Nick Bear. Like you were in town last time and you were like, hey, I'm just going to shoot him a message, see if I can get him on my podcast and vice versa. And it looked like it turned out beautifully for you. So I think that, you know, just stepping in and just shooting your shot is like, is it, it can be super rewarding. And our conversation led us to here, man. We had, I remember we had a great conversation. We just hit it off. We were instant friends and, you know, we've hung out a couple of times in person, which has been amazing when Instagram friends become real life friends, but it's just really cool. Um, and I encourage anyone out there listening to like do something that makes you scared or that you might not be, you know, super comfortable with doing because being comfortable doing uncomfortable things is how you grow. Right. So let's talk about a little bit of like self-confidence. Did you build that mm-hmm. through reading books, through athletics? Because I had the pleasure of joining your program um, last year and you had us do a lot of exercises that really made us be mindful and aware of who we are, where we are, and then how we were going to get to where we wanted to be, which I mean, that changed the game for me. That's why we're sitting here today talking about this you know, in the arena uh, space because of me going through your program. You built self-confidence in me through these exercises and through communication to where now we're trying to do something very similar as you. So I just wanted to ask you, like, were you just always a confident guy? Not arrogant, but just like a self-confident in your messaging. And like, how did you step into that confidence? I'm laughing because no, not at all. Uh, that was one of the big things of why I reached. It's funny how this works, right? Ross, one of the main reasons I reached out to you was I was like, damn, that guy's really confident, confident in how he's showing up yeah. online. Like, how do I do that? And that was, I mean, I always love to tell people, like, go back to my content on my Instagram, especially. You go back to like February 2020 or even earlier. It's, it, to me, it's like, I, it's cringeworthy looking back on it because I would record videos and I would have written out on like a little, I have a, like a whiteboard here. I'd have written out on the whiteboard every single word that I was going to say for this mindful minute video that I would sit and record. And I was so, I, I doubted my knowledge in the mindset game. I doubted what I was actually delivering. So the only way that I could fake the confidence would be if I, took all the time to plan it out, write it out, and then read from like a script almost. And I cringe at it now because I'm like, damn, why didn't you just trust that? And I think it took those moments though to get to the point where I am now, where it's just like, it's free flowing, whatever the heck happens, happens, ask me a topic, we'll jam and we'll riff on it. And I'm confident that I can at least provide some value. Is it gonna be, quote unquote, perfect every single time? No. Am I going to have some ums and likes in there? Sure. Whatever. It doesn't really matter in the, in the grand scheme of things. So I think the biggest thing with building out confidence overall is it really takes a 
an assessment of where you're currently at, wherever it is that you want to build confidence in. It doesn't matter if it's in the physical setting in the gym as a runner or as a speaker, as a writer, whatever it may be, identify where your starting point is. And I always tell people it's find a 4% like bump and increase outside of your current comfort zone. And if the more we take action into that space, the more you're expanding your tolerance, just like you guys in the gym, right? Like the first time you put up 135 on that bench press, you're probably like, man, this is, this is heavy as shit. And then over time it was like, okay, 225. Okay. 250, whatever it may be, over time yeah, it grows. You, you stop there. <laughs> you yeah, can stop at that me, number there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't focus on bench press stuff, so you know, yeah. right? Yeah. It's an maybe. overrated exercise. So but what I'm hearing concept, is right, like we slowly build. Yeah. Yeah, man. It sounds like the strength is in the struggle, right? Failure well, is formative. Right. One last thing that I want to say, and I know Braden's looking to ask a question, but it sounds like a lot of this, another word from confidence is, or vulnerability is courage, right? Like it takes courage to send that message or to navigate the fields of, of Mm. being a leader and teaching other people things that you might've learned from somebody else. And you're like, well, am I an imposter? Like, no, man, you're just being a good coach, relaying the good message. So I just want to say, I know, I know how, hard it can be but good on you for being so vulnerable and communicative and courageous just to keep on doing it no matter what brain and i have been yeah. talking about doing some webinars pretty soon and our friend cj was like look man even if one person shows up like just have the strength and the courage to keep going keep adding value because you know that you really do care on the other end and that's yeah. that's, that's how I, that's how I know we win, Corey, because you're authentic. You you care and and you'll be consistent with that. If you are consistent with that, you'll win. You know, um, and to kind of cycle back to what you said earlier with you know reaching out to Ross and you seeking him out because he looked confident and he's saying that you helped him be more confident. And that's what it's all about, right there, right? We're all like we're all in our heads, you know, in terms of where we're at in life. When really we already have all the skills and gifts that we need. It's just having having the being vulnerable. To, to to have the courage to create the confidence, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and it starts it, it starts with, for me, it starts with being the vulnerable, like what you said earlier, being open, being open and really self-assessing where you're at, but being vulnerable enough to be a beginner, being vulnerable enough to not care what people think, being vulnerable enough to, you know, not judge others and just step into whatever arena that you want to be better at, right? You're not going to know if you're good until you get in there and, and test those waters. Um, yeah, I mean, to, to my, my question is, you know, with vulnerability, cause I, again, like I, I see you as someone who, who has stepped into that consistently. What do you think is the biggest barrier of entry that holds men back from being more vulnerable? You know, there's a lot of, you know, the whole primal conditioning of society expectations, we're the provider, you know, there's so much we can go into, but what do you think, you know, that question, but also to couple with that question, what do you think is like, the smallest barrier of entry for people to be more vulnerable. I think we kind of have hinted on it a little bit, but curious to what you, what you had to say. Yeah. I mean, I think it stems from like the socio culture dynamics that we grow up in, um, the expectations and just like social media can be a great tool to bring all of us together. It can also be one of the worst things to like, why would I show up and, one of the biggest things that I've realized is we all wear masks of some sort, but 
how how refreshing is it to take off that mask for a second and people can actually see you for who you are, for all of who you are, not just the square feed that you show up. Um, one of my favorite poems actually is by this guy, Atticus. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with his work, but um, I think it was, it's either him or it's in queue, but he said like, sometimes I look at my Instagram and wish, damn, I wish I had his life. I was like, how wild is that, that we can look at our own feed and be like, oh my God, I wish I was that guy. So the moment that I realized like, that's just a snapshot of my life. And there's so much that's going on between the squares, behind the scenes. Layers. And Layers. really just being open about sharing that process to people, I think has been really helpful for me, um, honestly. And just, again, practicing that vulnerability, practicing that yeah, I don't have all the answers, that there are some, some struggles in there. And I'm going to be open and honest about those because... When I ask other people, hey, what are you struggling with? I want them to feel like they're in a space where they can truly answer that question as well. And they don't have to mm -hmm. hold back or, or keep that mask on for a second. Do you, do you think there's an uh, indirect way to tackle you know, your vulnerabilities? Like whether it's through training, whether it's through getting out and doing some karaoke in front of some random ass people, whether it's getting out and dancing you know, and not, yeah. you know, it, you think there's indirect ways to tackle like the, the, the fear of being more vulnerable? I think it, it really depends on where you're at and what that solution yeah. is going to look like for you. I think the best place to start is within your inner circle of people or, you know, seeking out people like ourselves and having a conversation and just being open we hear it a lot of times in the coaching space right like you're really good at holding space it's like all all that really means is we're really good at allowing the other person to pause for long enough to really sit with whatever emotion is that they've been really festering with and struggling with and now they're able to express it in one way or another and we can pull that out of people through different questioning and whatever that looks like but yeah i think to really face and to lean into that vulnerability is to either have a conversation with someone else or one of my favorite questions is just what is something you're struggling with and journal on that start there you don't even have to share mm -hmm. it with the world like you can put it down mm -hmm. there and be be real with yourself like if you're struggling financially right now what does that look like but write into lean into that and then it's on paper and cool now you can go solve that and turn that into a strong point for you yeah it sounds yeah. like a, a, a general a general step process you know journal you know get in tune with you and your thoughts and write it down on paper maybe it's not as bad as you think you know maybe it's as bad in your head but you write it down it's like oh that's not so bad um seek out people you know seek out a community that supports you or seek out coaches that can have that tough conversation with you um and i like for me it's it's also like for training you know i i like I like diving into training and trying new things with mm -hmm. that, like, like a high rocks. Cause you know, I, I didn't know what I was capable of and that was a vulnerability cause I was new, you know, coming into a sport and it, it ignited something in me and it, it gave me a lot of confidence post that to want to step in and use that type of energy towards other things in my life. And I know you've had that experience with things as well. 
Oh, 100%. The last trip that I just took, I found myself up in Long Island uh, for a wedding. And the day before, actually, Ross knows him as well, because I I think you guys were in the same um, cohort for More Than Movement, Corey Berger. Yeah, yeah. I stopped by him. He's a former two times CrossFit Games athlete. He's like the real deal in CrossFit. Stopped by his gym and he invited me to go. Well, first he asked me, what did I want to do while I was in town? If I, I told him I wanted to train with him, he's like, we can go for a swim, we can go for a run, or we can go do a CrossFit workout. And obviously I had my, if I picked swimming or running, like that was going to be in my wheelhouse, I was going to be fine. But I decided I'm going to lean into, I suck at CrossFit. Like I don't, yeah. I don't get the kipping pull-ups. I don't, I don't understand. I don't agree with a lot of it, but Hey, that's just me. But I was open to trying it. So I decided, heck yeah, let's go do this. When you get out of my comfort zone, I want to see him in his environment and see what I can learn from this process. It was super cool. It was a partner workout. You go, I go five, six rounds of, and it was a pyramid. It was crazy. It was a really challenging workout. And him and I ended up taking second to a team of two that were also two, were made up of two CrossFit Games athletes currently. I was like, all right, cool. Like, we held our own. But I would have never be... known if I had <laughs> chose to go into my wheelhouse and just be like, oh, we're going to go for a swim. Easy. Like, let's go do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got relate, out of your lane. I can relate to that, man. Because whenever you came in town... The first time that we met up, you were like, all right, man, we're going to do this workout. I have it planned. And I'm like, all right, Corey Camp, he's in such good shape, but I'm just going to go there. And I look like I'm fit. I'm more fit now. But at that time, I was like, not as fit as I wanted to be. And man, yeah, you you put me under. But I learned. I grew from it. And now I can do more than whatever toaster bar I did on that day. So <laughs> Ross, what was the... selling yourself short? You, you beat me on that workout. Like you, <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> and, and the, I, and the I, time, I remember, I remember hearing him complain about how bad he felt like for two days after that though. <laughs> oh, it was like a week. I was like sneezing wait, wait. and coughing. Ross, what was the Eric Hinman quote about being fit? That you he just said just yesterday? How he, he looked the part he looked really fit, but when it came to actually like putting shoes to pavement and bringing his heart rate to elevated levels, he wasn't fit. And and there was like he was running races, he was doing like a half Ironman, and he would cross the finish line and he would get second place. And the guy in first place was like no six pack, you know, it just didn't look like he's fit at all. And he's like, how is this happening? It must be in something that he's doing in his training. So I just thought that was really cool that he took a different approach. He started training differently and then he started getting different results. So, um, Corey, I've got a question for you. So right now you're, you're branding your messaging on your Instagram, which by the way, I just want to highlight your content. It's so real. It's so authentic. It's so good. So vulnerable. If you guys don't follow him, we'll give you his info at the end of the episode, but it's really good. You go to do a great job of just being real as fuck. Like half the time, it's not like some, you know, studio image. It's just like a phone shot with your hand out and you're just super real in the caption, which I read all your stuff. I really connect with a lot of it. So it's really good stuff. But right now, your messaging is that you're a forever athlete, which I've got it on the back of my phone right here, forever athlete. So thank you for, for giving me this sticker. But right now, um, 
we we like to call ourselves brain and i we're athletes of life we're, we'll be an athlete for, for till the end so right now knowing that you're an athlete until the end of the time what are you training for i know you said that you're doing your marathon in early february i don't know if you had said that on this podcast and we talked about it a couple of times but what are you training for why are you training for it and then on the flip side what's a message for any man out there that's listening to this on how can they work on building self-confidence through fitness mm. i love that i'm glad you re- i'm glad you, to hear you guys were rocking the brand too man i, I love that Wait. um i mean right now the the one like the goal on it is obviously the austin marathon that is coming up at the end of february but i mean to be honest it sounds corny i i loved when people at I would approach me at the gym and be like, what are you training for? And I'd just be like, life, man. And it's like, really, ultimately, it doesn't matter if it's high rocks, if it's running, if it's a swim race. I was going to do a swim run this past weekend, but it got moved to March. Um, I'm really just going with the flow with what I what I feel called to do. And right now, and that's the bug. And I am okay with doing that for the next two to three months. Is that to say that, I'm going to keep running marathons for the rest of my life. I don't know. Um, My main focus really is just to stay fit and to move well and be happy. First and foremost, I don't want to go into these dark places and have to train when I don't feel like training 24 seven. You know what I mean? Like there was points in time during my swimming career where I fell out of love with the sport, but I kind of stayed in it because I was getting paid to do it at the college level. And it was kind of the only option, you know what I mean? Um, so for me, it's just constantly challenging myself to find things that I'm enjoying and lean into that and then find a challenge in that space, whatever that may be, and going to compete against myself in it and to be that best version that I can be whenever I am doing it and worry a little bit less about Okay, am I gonna go win? Like, am I gonna go win the Austin Marathon? I don't know. Probably not. You know, but I'm gonna go have fun with it. I'm gonna enjoy that process. I'm gonna enjoy the training and show up on game day with a smile on my face and enjoy all 26.2 miles. I'm saying that now. Some of them will probably suck, but I'm gonna find some joy <laughs> in it. You know, afterwards. And to be honest, like the biggest piece of advice I have for people that are looking at building self-confidence through fitness, whatever that may be, it's always starting with something you enjoy. Finding that one thing. It doesn't have to be weightlifting. It doesn't have to be bodybuilding. It doesn't have to be running. You hate all of those things. Good. Fantastic. Find the one thing that you do love and start to build that more in, like more into your life. The other thing I really love to introduce, uh, Ben Grinfield talks about this a lot, is greasing the groove finding little things that you can do throughout the day that compound. So a good example of that would be putting a pull-up bar in your doorway frame and creating a rule for yourself. Every time you get up from your desk and you walk through that door frame, you do five pull-ups. And, you know, it might not seem like crazy amount, but by the end of the day, maybe you've knocked out 60 pull-ups or 100 pull-ups, whatever that may look like. Those little things add up. So find something you enjoy and then build your little wins on top of that next thing you know you're in a good spot i love that man and, and that's how we build that training. confidence too that's how we build that yeah, confidence too for those reps consistently test yourself in little ways 
you know, I, I, I think we've all chose fitness as our, like our first gate to that. And that's what created us, you know, the mindset to be able to step into other arenas, whether it's speaking gigs, whether it's retreats, whether it's uh, whatever, whatever the case, you know, to have that confidence, but it started with us, you know, being vulnerable and stepping into something new and, and, but, but from a, a base of, uh, or from a, a, a framework of something that we felt a calling to, right. I don't do something mm-hmm. that I don't enjoy. Right. Like I, I want to do something that I enjoy fullest, you know, and that's why we are at where we're at. Um, yeah. When I was, when I was growing up, I hated to run. I played soccer. I hated to run. So for me to get more running in, I would go paintballing because my friends like to paintball. So that's just one example. As you were saying, like find something that you could connect to and that you like, like skimboarding, you know, it's like throw that board out there, run after it, have some fun. And you're doing cardio at the same time. So Find a small, easy, usually free barrier to entry to do fitness. Fitness is the foundation for everything in life. So I think that's awesome. And then one other comment. I just want to say one other comment on your style of training and how you kind of approach things with your natural intuition. Braden and I, I know, can relate to that so much because I really don't like to follow a program or a plan. I know I do that as a coach for other people. Obviously, it's intentional, the things that I'm giving to them. But for me, I like to walk into the gym, kind of feel out what I want to do and just let my intuition take course. So I just wanted to say I mm-hmm. thought that was super positive thing that you had said there. Yep. And you you heard it, man. Be be open. Be true to yourself. Be intentional. Um, and also be efficient. I know you, you, you about that flow and efficiency, too, Corey. Um, and, and lastly, yeah. the, the big topic is being vulnerable. And, you know, being vulnerable to, to really be who you are and not hold back, you know, because that's when we're fully living, when we're fully expressive. Um, my last question for you, man, is how can people be more vulnerable with you? How can they communicate with you? How can they connect with you? And how can they just reap the benefits of just hearing you speak and, you know, reap the, the good, good energy from you more? I appreciate that, man. Um, like I said to both of you guys, I appreciate this space and really love what you guys are building here. So thank you for including me in it. And if anything that resonated with the people listening today, feel free to connect with me either on Instagram, just at Corey camp or shoot me a text. And I hope I don't butcher this number, but it's 301-747-0718, the community texting number. But I promise you're, you're texting me. I read those. I respond to those people and Bray's in it. I, I send some uh, some nuggets of wisdom I'm every so often. I try not to blow up people's phone, uh, but I just try it's to. It's not send too much. He's not value. annoying. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I'm not Gary V with it, man. Like I I just yeah. want to provide value to you when you need value, and if anyone ever needs an ear, a shoulder, or a hand, reach out. Happy to help. Love it, man. Let's well, again, go. Appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, as always, you know, you are in the arena with us. So I look forward to uh, not only continue to be in the arena in, of life, but also in different competitions because it's always it's always fun. We got a little friendly competition between us um, because it is friendly. And that we're was the best time, ourselves. man. Exactly. We're just trying to better ourselves, just like helping the other other be more confident, be more vulnerable, sharing containers, and we'll continue to do that. Um, so again, man, just to, to cap it off, appreciate your time. Um, and that's, that's all we got. That's all we got. Ross, got anything? 
No, I just want to say, yeah, thank you for your time, man. It's always a pleasure getting to chat with you, getting to hold some space. But um, yeah, go give Corey a follow. Like I said a couple minutes ago, his uh, content is just super real, super authentic, and the messaging, it, it hits home. It, re- it really does. So we'll have everything a follow. in the show notes. We will. We will. Um, yeah, this has been a good episode. I appreciate your time, both of you guys. Y'all have a great day. Get some sun, get some vitamin D, and just do something <laughs> Do something a little different today. That you know, go for vulnerable. a walk, be vulnerable with yourself, call your mom, tell your lover, you know, something good. 